0: Tuesdays
1: on The Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino www.SorinEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the huge radio network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan.
0: Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan?
1: What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He's getting ready for a guy's golf weekend. Coming up at the end of the week, a couple of well-deserved days off, and he was showing me the itinerary that the guys, the group of like eight guys that they have, down to what they're eating at every meal. And I asked them, is that an OCD convention? Now we going to have hard-boiled eggs, your pick of tricks, frosted flakes, or honeycombs, 2% low-fat What are you at? That's not a guy's weekend. And I know you! There's no way you make scheduled meal times. No way at all. Maybe dinner. I'll say lunch is 50-50, and there's no chance in hell you're waking up to eat breakfast with the guys. I've been to some of those Tullymore golf getaways with you, and you never change clothes for three days. Let alone eat a hard boiled egg. What guys make hard-boiled eggs? Last time any male made a hard-boiled egg, it was before Easter with the family, when you were like 10. Superfly, that's an OCD convention. I don't know who put together an itinerary. They got like sleep time. Sleep time. Who writes sleep time for grown men going on a golf tournament? And not really a tournament, more of a a golf getaway with the guys. Usually the first thing I do is do we got a cooler big enough to hold all that beer. And you know what food we bring? That's what we bring. Lunch meat, bread, Miracle Whip mayo, chips. Because you don't want the refrigerator to get full when you need to stuff all the beer in there. me like a menu they're doing like seared fish and steak and braised prime rib what the heck i don't think your local brands has a menu like that i wonder if the new ruth chris that's going in at Soren eagle even have a menu like that and this is a guy's golf weekend come on superfly Sleep time now he he left a sheet in here. Sleep time 11 a.m. till 7 p.m. Wake up time with stretching and yoga 7 until 7:20. Yoga. Really? You'll be lucky if you can eat yogurt for breakfast after you pound 15 beers. Night <laughs> before. Um, Roger Charlie 5, we got an OCD convention. Uh, can we lock in on the OCD? convention if someone threw me unless I was bringing a chef and I've seen that before where guys at tellymore I think Matt Golden told me this that some of these groups will come in from Detroit and they'll bring their own chef to cook for him like at their cottage or at the residence in condos yeah your own chef yeah that's you got money or you're in the mob one of the two you bring your own chef, you're a, an entertainment rock star, you're Kid Rock, you're Justin Verlander. Oh, what's your name? How you doing? I'm, uh, I'm Tony Bellino. Oh, what do you do? I work with Danny at Danny's Fine Foods. Uh, inside this broadcast, we'll get to Jim Camperoni, SpartanMeg.com will join us. Some good news. When it comes to the transfer portal for Michigan State football fans. Comp in just a few moments. And also Clayton Safey, the latest on Hunter Dickinson, I I guess Kentucky. I haven't checked what the latest is. But, you know, he's going to get paid. Will it be Kentucky? He's leaving, which I think is a god-awful look for Juwan Howard's program. Just as much as we rip Peyton Thorne, Keon Coleman leaving, you got to rip... Howard for, you know, a guy that just seems to be the type of dude that would start and finish at Michigan. I get NIL money, but everybody's lost their priorities. But when you're out there getting a big payday, who am I to tell a kid not to get paid? I can't do that. I can't. You know, I called it, you know, when he officially leaves, I called it one of the darker days for Michigan basketball, and then a lot of people pointed out right there with the altercation after the Wisconsin game. And the same thing for Mel Tucker. You know, you lose Thorne, you lose Coleman. I know some say, well, Kim was going to be the guy. anyways." whatever. No, it's a bad look when starters leave. It is. I don't care about what NIO money is at another school. When starters leave your program, it is a bad look. That's it. And not, not leave your program to go enter the draft. I'm talking when they hit the transfer portal and they're a starter. And a legitimate starter. It's a bad look. You can slice it, dice it, you can defend green and white, maize and blue, all you want to. Hunter Dickinson leaving Michigan is a monster PR fiasco. And especially how long he he drew it out. It's, it's bad for Juwan Howard off a season where they couldn't they coach in-game at the end. They blew leads, finished the season blowing that lead in the NIT tournament. It's a bad look. And for Mel Tucker, you had an underachieving season. You know, getting Brantley back with that news that I shared from that that's a mini save. But you lose starters, it's not good for the program. I don't care, well, we're going to get this guy coming and we got this guy. with No, it's a bad look. Jim Camperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider. Let's talk about a little good news after a crazy uh, Sunday. What's the latest with the transfer portal and MSU football and that story I shared at SpartanMeg.com?
2: So it's amazing that in the month of May we get all this college football talk. It's never been like this in the past, but it is now. And as long as the system is the way it is, this is the way April and May is going to be going forward. I mean, Sunday, the last day, to enter the transfer portal window on the calendar almost felt like signing day, recruiting day, like the 11th hour signing day. Who do you still have? Who's leaving? I've heard there's coaches all over the country that were nervous about this player or not. Um, Now there's a few programs that can absorb losses and just move on, like Georgia and Alabama. But other programs like Michigan State, a guy like Keon Coleman goes into the transfer portal. It's news, and it was news. And it's a big deal as Michigan State fans wait to see what happens next? As far as Coleman goes, you know, we continue to hear that Tennessee is in there, LSU is in there. Uh, there's some indications that, you know, we thought that USC might be a player, but that does not seem to be the case. But um, in the meantime, we wait to see if he's going to en- enroll somewhere else and go ahead and transfer and it's a free agency situation. He's listening. I've heard from uh, from people on the inside, at the coaching level even. Uh, all indications are, you know, Keon Coleman does not want to leave Michigan State. But uh, when it comes down to economics and geography, um, he's, he's they're listening. Yeah, these guys are basically professionals now. You, you remember this—the old saying: "It's not personal; it's a business." And college sports are a business, and that's what that's what this is, and that's what's going on.
1: So uh, the impact of you know, like I said before, I came to you, comp, and I compared it to Dickinson at. Michigan and Hoops, that when you lose starters, it's not a good look for your program. So, your Mel Tucker is staff. Uh, and I know it's a long ways to go until you get to the start of the 2023 season, but uh, the impact if Thorne and Coleman both are gone.
2: Yeah. You know, when the news broke on Sunday, I initially was stunned for about a, a, like everybody else, but only for a second or two. And I knew right away why. You know, when you know the why right away, and it's different situations for both players. Keon Coleman, closer to home to Louisiana. Um, For Peyton Thorne, you know, I, I was saying on your show a few weeks ago that this competition between Noah Kim and Peyton Thorne was real. And I think you asked who was going to start on September 1st, and I said probably Peyton Thorne, but who's starting on October 1st might be different. Noah Kim was closing and closing hard, I was not there the first two scrimmages of the screen, but I've heard from from some really good sources that Kim outplayed Thorne those two plays or those two scrimmages. Peyton Thorne, if he's honest with himself, knew that the competition was real. Um, And he's a competitor. I'm sure he, he wants to bet on himself and believe that he can win those competitions. But if you don't know for sure, you know, do you go ahead and go into the portal and listen? And, you know, yeah, I mean, the way things are now, these players have agents and. Schools reach out to those agents, and I'm not sure if that's even technically tampering by NCAA standards. Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, in some areas, there are no rules. So if he was indeed hearing from Auburn, hey, go in the portal, we'll talk, or this is the money we're talking about, you know, he's not sure he's going to start at Michigan State next year. Um, you can kind of see why he would want to go in also. Different circumstances for Thorne and Coleman. Yes, to your point, you lose a starter to Coleman, someone like Keon Coleman, that would have an impact on the talent level of the roster. With Michigan State, with Kim and Thorne, who knows? Is Kim better? I don't know. Is it a bad look? In some ways, yes. You lose Keon Coleman, you lose a starter, yes. But if you're a Michigan State fan, you're losing Keon Coleman, yes, that hurts. But with the money that's being talked about, now, this is not necessarily factual, but you hear upwards of a million dollars. You ask a Michigan State fan. Do you really want to pay Keon Coleman a million dollars to stay at Michigan State? That answer could be different.
1: Is Michigan trying to take Coleman and pay him a million dollars? Is Michigan? Yeah,
2: I've not heard that, but I wouldn't doubt it. Mm. Um, I, I, I've not heard that at all.
1: No, all right, someone they—it's Twitter. They were all speculating that was on uh, Sunday. We'll, we'll see where it all goes. Um, and again, you it, know, Dickinson. It's, Dickinson it's, it's took so a long time, comp. When I go to basketball, Dickinson took a long time because I think he wanted to give Michigan every opportunity to match whatever NIO money he was being offered. That's my guess.
2: Sure. And that is what's going on. And, uh, you know, Michigan State wants to keep Keon Coleman. It's my understanding. He would like to stay. Um, But if if, 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 uh, others are willing to be more aggressive in that regard, sometimes... Like I said, if you're a Michigan State fan, do you really want to pay them seven figures? That's an interesting question also. Is it, a, is it a tough look to see a starter move on? Yes. Georgia lost a very good defensive lineman to USC for money. Now, Georgia's got the talent to just move on and absorb that loss. No big deal. Um, you know, every program in the country is, uh, uh, not every program, but almost all of them are, are worried about poaching and, and keeping players. You know, Roster retention is part of roster management these days. It's the new era of college football, and it came home on Michigan State this weekend. Now there's a chance both of them could still return. Best-case scenario, if you're a Michigan State fan, is that Michigan State finds a way to make it worth Keon Coleman's while. Maybe you get Peyton Thorne to come back. Maybe Peyton Thorne improves, has a good year. Noah Kim stays, and he has two more years of eligibility. If you are Mel Tucker, think about how difficult that task is because you've got Peyton Thorne. You want to keep both of them for next fall. So what do you tell both of them coming out of the spring? He told them that the competition was open. The players saw during the course of spring that the competition was close. If not, Noah Kim moving ahead. So you're Noah. You're you're Mel Tucker. You want to keep these players. How do you do that? You 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 tell them who's leading. You want to keep Noah Kim. It's it's a difficult it's a difficult juggling act to keep both of those guys in the program for the fall. Noah Kim has already been here for three or four years. He's got three years of eligibility, left. He redshirted one year and had the COVID year. It's been kind of interesting that we've heard that he has the best arm talent among all the quarterbacks. It's been interesting that he's been patient enough to remain second string all these years. They've done well to hold on to him to this point anyway. If he had left two years ago to transfer to Virginia Tech – or old Dominion, or something like this. This job would be Peyton Thorns, and this would not be a story, Jim Combroni. But but, but, you, but you keep Peyton, you keep Noah Kim, oh, yeah. you maintain deeper talent pool, a better talent, pool, and at the end of that tunnel, this is what you this is what you get. A starter might move on, and it looks like a PR hit for the moment. But you still have Noah Kim, which is not a bad deal. It's a juggling act for the coaches,
1: Jim Campani, SportsMag uh, Very excited about Brantley coming back and the possibilities that. Thorne and Coleman both could be back talking about the transfer portal uh, with Mel Tucker and Michigan State uh, football. Comp, appreciate the update, my man, okay? Sounds great, Bill. Thanks a lot. Man, Comp was wound up. I was trying to jump in, find a little spot I could get in and say, hey, Jim Comperoni joining us on the huge show. Just before we went to Comp, I did see that the college football playoff committee tweeted out the 2024, 2025, and 2025, 2026 12-team bracket for the college football playoff. Wow. It's pretty cool just to look at it. So beginning in 2024 and 2025, the college football playoff schedule will have Friday, December 20th, First round will be one game on campus. Now, that's going to be pretty cool. Playoff games on campus. Saturday, December 21st, 2024, three games on campus. Tuesday, December 31st, 2024, you'll have the quarterfinals. Thursday, January 8th, and the quarterfinals will be at the Fiesta Bowl, Rose Bowl, All State, Sugar Bowl, and the Peach Bowl. Semifinals will be on Thursday, January 9th, and Friday, January 10th. So now they're spreading it out for TV coverage, right? Both in prime time Orange Bowl and Cotton Bowl. And then Monday, January 20th, 2025, the National Championship game in Atlanta to culminate the first 12-team college football playoff, and how cool is it to have games on campus for them? So what's going to happen with the 12-team playoff is that the top four, according to the college football playoff committee, starting in 2024, December of 2024, you'll have four buys. The other eight teams... The higher-ranked team will host a college football playoff game on campus. Could you imagine what it will be like, possibly, in late December at Michigan? And I think this equals out the playing field, that you get teams that play in bad weather late October into November on the northern side. Schools like at Ohio State, they don't have a Dome Stadium or Michigan. Now, nothing's been worked out. I wonder if they'll try, would Michigan want to move that game to play indoors? No, I think you would want the advantage of playing in cold weather. With Southern teams rarely come north. Once in a while, you've seen Auburn, Alabama go to Penn State. They rarely come north. And play a game because you you don't get non-conference games in November or December. I mean, think what the weather could be like on December 19th or December December 20th, 2024, if Michigan is hosting a playoff game at the Big House or if Mel Tucker has a miracle revival. Then Mel Tucker saw the portal. He saw the devil at the end of the portal. And he says, I'm going to beat the devil. We're not having no Satan con get-together at any East Lansing Hotel. I'm going to whip the devil's ass. Hashtag Tuck and Jesus are coming. And Tuck revives that program like clear, poop, boop, clear, poop, boop. And he takes Michigan State to the 12-team college football playoff in 2024. And Mill is standing on the pulpit. At Spartan Stadium, 12 feet of snow, saying, you know, we beat the devil. (laughs) Uh, You can only dream, right? I do like the home sites for college football playoffs. I really do, and... So you're at twelve, and I believe the next go around on the TV deal, you're gonna to get to sixteen. Or you may go twelve to twenty-four. They run a twenty fourteen playoff division two and division three and the football subdivision. There's no reason they can't and they won't do it because of money at the D one level. It will come in time. It really will. We've gone from two in the BCS championship game to twelve starting in December of 2024 Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com what's the latest on Hunter Dickinson where will he be entering and leaving the portal and his thoughts on the college football playoff I love the home campus games I really do Clayton Safey from Ann Arbor next
0: from Petoskey to Detroit this show is huge
1: Have you ever played golf at Tullymore, St. Ives? Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more, and especially golf on the 18-hole
4: Breaking Benjamin, live in concert in Grand Rapids, with special guests, Bush, and Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. Roastumber is
1: a farm-direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro cold Brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com.
5: Did you know that child abuse is 100% preventable? One hundred percent. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police could use your help because you have the power to make that 100% dream a reality. Start by talking with your local police department and learn how you can work together to prevent child abuse right in your own community. 100% is within our reach, and our kids are counting on us to make it happen.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. (laughs) We'll <laughs>
1: Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we broadcast from our flagship station 961 The Game in downtown GR. Remember, if you miss any huge opinion, interview our full show. Our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Michael Herron, about 30 minutes, his thoughts on the Lions draft class. Dan Miller, Voice Alliance, talked with GM Brad Holmes about his picks. We'll have that audio. Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network. First, all, I want to get an update on the Hunter Dickinson situation. When will he make a decision? It's going to be a huge loss for Juwan Howard in Michigan basketball. Plus, Wolverines on that East Coast historic trip, a trip of History uh, and Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com is standing by to fill us in. Uh, the Hunter Dickinson story. Last night there seemed to be some mojo Kentucky side saying, hey, big announcement could come today. Is Kentucky the front runner right now for Dickinson?
6: I think it's pretty much an unknown. I mean, it, it seems like a decision's coming, and that comes right on the heels of his official visit to Villanova, where he's really good friends with star guard Justin Moore. Uh, and apparently they have a pretty good NIL program up and running. So maybe he would shock and go to Villanova. But I was I was thinking throughout the process, Kansas or Kentucky. Uh, it seems like his Kentucky interest was contingent on Oscar Sheebly, the 2022 National Player of the Year, leaving for the draft. Uh, but I don't know that there's a final decision there yet, although he is going through the process. So maybe we'll have to wait on that um, if it were to be Kentucky. But if it's if it's a decision soon. My guess, uh, and he's keeping it really, really quiet, even Jeff Goodman tweeted that today, that nobody knows where he's going. But my guess would be either Kansas or Villanova, because if that Villanova visit went really well, then uh, that could be the move. But as I, as I said a couple weeks ago on the show, I, I don't expect this to be Michigan at all. I think we'll see Hunter Dickinson in another uniform next season.
1: Why not Michigan? Uh, he's taken so long. Is it giving Michigan a chance to match what he's offered At other schools? Is it mixed emotions? Because he has dragged this out uh, and, you know, he's milked it for everything there is. And I'm, again, on the outside looking in, like most of us are, that if it's cut and dry, you're gone. You switch your Twitter account and you put Michigan behind you, but he hasn't done that yet.
6: Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I think probably just to kind of leave that door cracked a little bit, there was the rumor. Uh, a few weeks ago that he was going to give Michigan kind of that final conversation, uh, but I think by then, which could be right now, he probably has an idea of where he's going to go. So, um, I, you know, it didn't look like it was going to be a huge possibility from the get-go, but uh, I think that it was a possibility. Uh, but from what we've heard now, it's, it's not going to be Michigan. It'll be somewhere else. So I think we'll get that farewell post or, or whatever you want to call it, probably at that point when he chooses a new school. Um, it's just such a unique and kind of unprecedented situation when you have a guy who's been an all-American, you know, declare, not declare, but enter the transfer portal and, you know, he doesn't really give a a goodbye message or anything like that. So I think that maybe kept fans hopes up a little bit, but, um, you know, I would expect we get that when he, when he goes. And I think one of the reasons why it took so long is because he did take, I think five or six visits, Um, you know, so he was just kind of wanting to go through this entire process if NIL is a factor, which we know that it is, you know, I think then you kind of wait for those numbers to come out as well. So I think taking his time was probably in his best interest to get the most that he can. Um, but, yeah, it seems like a lot of buzz is that at some point this week we will know what his future holds.
1: If you're a school as big as Michigan with deep pockets like yeah. they have, with a program that just had an underachieving season and it has been up and down uh, for over the last year, uh, you're looking at them. You know, they had a nice run a year ago in the tournament, but this year was just a colossal disappointment. And they mm-hmm. blew so many leads and just poor coaching at the end and the focus on Jed Howard. And But how do you, if you're Juwan Howard, if you're anybody connected to the award manual, I don't care, a booster, how do you let an All American? who seems to be a Michigan man through and through, how do you let him leave that campus? Well, first of
6: all, I think they were a little bit caught off guard there. So, I mean, that was something that kind of shocked them because from what we had heard that week that he entered the portal, which was a Friday when that came down, they were recruiting other transfers, including Damari Burnett, who committed earlier that day to come play uh, with Hunter Dickinson at Michigan. So it's just kind of one of those these new things where you're seeing good players, players that start and play 35 minutes a game, enter the transfer portal where it can catch you off guard. And then the second thing would be, I mean, I think that your value, uh, at least in the eyes of some of these other suitors, is going to be higher when, you know, you haven't played for that team and you could help solidify a championship type of roster like at Kansas or potentially Kentucky. I know Villanova had a down year last year as well, but they do have a lot coming back, including Justin Moore, as I mentioned earlier. Um, you know then maybe his value is a little bit higher and when you start to hear some of these rumors of two three million dollars over a couple of years um, that's just going to be hard for any school like a Michigan or you know frankly a Big Ten school maybe outside of Ohio State to match um, and I do think when it comes to Michigan specifically there's a lot more interest in donating towards NIL endeavors uh, when it comes to the football team as you know as opposed to basketball it's flat out and uh, you know, we saw that work with the Michigan football guys like Lake Coram who decided to come back. But uh, is there as much enthusiasm about basketball? When, frankly, we don't know what Hunter Dickinson, what his intentions were when he entered the transfer portal. Uh, and I think people were probably stunned by that and, and figured, okay, let's go after the next group of guys. But um, that's just kind of how I see it at this point. Uh, it's really unfortunate for Jawan Howard, but um, you know they got to do something, make something of this team. You know, regardless of who's here, and I think he's done a pretty decent job in the portal. Adding a few guys, uh, maybe a couple more to come, and you know that could solidify this team. But it, it's it's a it's a huge blow, no doubt. I mean, Michigan fans can say it's not, uh, but and that you know might be sour grapes a little bit. But I think it's a really big blow, and it's going to be tough for them to to you know build this roster out.
1: Yeah, it's driven me crazy the last couple of days on comments and social networks. People, you know, Michigan State fans, oh, Thorne and Coleman aren't that big a loss. Uh, you know, Dickinson, hey, it's not that big of a loss. I'm like, come on, man. Are you kidding me? You lose starters. It's a bad look for any program. I get Porto. I get NIO money. You lose starters. You lose guys who are still the meat of a college football or college basketball program. It's a hit. Juwan Howard has a lot of work to do on the court and off the court. And a year from now, if they're a – Sub 500 team, and they didn't make the tournament. It will be interesting uh, to see what his future is in Ann Arbor. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us. Uh, Clayton, did you see the college football playoff put out the the 12 team bracket for 2024 25 and 2025
6: and 26? It's awesome. I did. It got me excited already for what the 12 team is going to look like. And my favorite part, Bill, the on campus. Bingo. Uh, first first round games. I mean imagine a, a game I think what were the dates on those like December 20th at least
1: for 24? Yes. Yeah, it was December um, 20th and 21st and like I said could you imagine a game at the Big House December 20th
6: sure. 2024. Let's say LSU or Florida State has to come up to the Big House and it could be vice versa obviously, but if you're Michigan or you know they have to come up to Ohio State or any you know Penn State um, you know the snows falling a little bit. Finally, College football fans and, and teams in the north would have kind of their advantage. Every single bowl game, every big game, it seems like uh, in college football, the northern teams have to go south. You know, Michigan has to play Georgia and Florida. You know, Michigan plays Florida in Georgia a few years ago in the in the Peach Bowl. All of that, um, you know, you would finally have that advantage, and it'd be it'd be a heck of an advantage too. Um, and then and then the bowl games that gets me excited too. You got the quarterfinals, you got the semifinals, and then. We get college football all the way until uh, past halfway in January. Uh, I am fired up for that for sure.
1: Yeah, and then I look to two thousand twenty-five and twenty-six, and yeah, just the way it spreads out on TV too. They're not they're not doubling up the semifinals. Each will have their own night, so you're not going to get a semifinal game like at four in the afternoon. Most of them will be in prime time outside of that uh, Saturday when you're going to have three games in one day. You'll have a prime time on the first home-campus game on December 20th, 2024. And like I said, you know, it's 12 now. I think it will go to 24 in a hurry in their next TV deal because the NCAA is running 24-team tournaments with 8 by 16 play-in at D2, D3, and also football subdivision. It's already happening.
6: That'd be nuts. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and the tv thing i mean that's all this is about anymore right is money so i mean if they could see more value which i think they would with an expanded field on top of that then maybe we'll see it one day but I'm, I'm excited for 12 and i think from a michigan standpoint as well they're entering this kind of next phase of college football in a really good spot i expect them to have you know really good season this year i don't think going out on a limb saying that but in 2024 usc and ucla come into the big 10 there's a 12 team playoff um as we transition into this new era michigan's in a really good spot to capitalize off of that where they're already pretty much set up you know along with georgia alabama some of these other teams ohio state as well um so that makes it, I think exciting from you know people i talked to in ann arbor as well that yeah usc and ucla are going to add more competition to the big 10 but michigan's on top right now uh, and they're going to have to play here you know in october november that sort of thing so Um, A lot to look forward to.
1: Yeah, man. What about that 2024 season when you add USC and UCLA? I also think the Big Ten's going to go away from divisions. That's the next big thing you'll hear, and they'll be the top two teams. They might even have a Big Ten championship committee uh, from member schools uh, who will decide what to play based on your schedule. Similar formula uh, to what the college football playoff committee uses. Uh, so if you play at a week schedule, you're not just going to automatically get in. So it'll be interesting uh, what they put together. Uh, Clayton Safey from the TheWolverine.com. Uh, they'll be joining the Michigan football team on their uh, vacation swing in Canton and also Cleveland, Ohio. Chris Ballas was there in New York City. They got a lot of Times Square love, and then the team went to D.C. I saw them at the Nationals game Last night, uh, Jim Harbaugh did take over the White House officially today. He'll address the nation uh, tonight at 8 p.m. on the state of Michigan football. That will be nice. That's pretty cool.
6: Yeah, for sure. Uh, what a trip. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the pictures now. It's awesome. Uh, on my computer of them at the Capitol building yesterday uh, with Representative Debbie Dingell, uh, all sorts of. Michigan representatives, they're in every room you could think of taking a picture. They sung the victors on the steps there of the Capitol. They got to go to the White House yesterday. Um, Just an incredible experience. And and we were talking to to Chris Ballas throughout his time. He's in New York, and I'm looking forward on on Thursday to go over to Ohio and see the last leg of the trip with these guys. But uh, what he was talking about was just the way these guys were enjoying the Statue of Liberty Times Square, the New York Stock Exchange. Um, these are things that, you know, I'm, I'm jealous just thinking about it. And imagine experiencing that with 100 of your best friends uh, during college it would be absolutely incredible. And Jim Harbaugh, it seems like he stole the show at the Washington Nationals game last night as well uh, on the big board multiple times, on TV multiple times, signing autographs. I think I, I saw somewhere he signed about three or 400 autographs. So uh, Michigan is taking over the East Coast right now.
1: Yeah, they did an out-out. Uh, outfield race with uh, Fauci versus Harbaugh. He beat him by 80 yards in a 90-yard <laughs> run. They do in the outfield like they have the flash, but it was Harbaugh versus Fauci, and Fauci was dressed up like a syringe, and Harbaugh was uh, dressed up like Flash with a big uh, block M, and he just smoked him. Go figure. Uh, you know, I uh, follow the science. Uh, thank you so much, Clayton. Save you. Okay. <laughs>
6: You got me dying over here. <laughs> All right, we love
1: you, buddy. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> Have a great week. Yeah, back at you, Clayton. Save you for the Wolverine.com Joining us from Ann Arbor. Our Bush Light, huge question of the day. Off the free agent class, which was phenomenal. The draft, which was awesome. What's your win total for the Lions this fall? The upgraded win total for the Lions. I'll give you mine later. You can drop yours. On the Mercantile Bank listener line, one 838 4843 That's one 838 huge Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook and opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000.
0: Everything HUGE, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
1: Bill Simonson with Greg Harris back inside the leadership locker room. And Greg, you have a new book that you just penned called Sage Advice. Why did you go down this path and write this book? I think, Bill, what I've noticed with families is some elders
7: really were involved and they gave great wisdom to the kids. I was blessed with that. I decided to pen this because I think our society has lost some respect for elders and what wisdom and nuggets they can help. I
8: didn't say I listened to my parents well, but I got good advice. Sage advice.
1: Now that's the book. Uh, Maximizeleadership.com is the place where you can purchase uh, sage advice, and I think it is sage advice to uh, listen to your elders. You can learn more at one 308 1600 That's one or get Greg's book, Sage Advice, at MaximizeLeadership.com. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at
5: ferris.edu. Got any plans for Mental Health Action Day? You do now. Join us online on Thursday, May 18th from 7 to 9 p.m. for In Tunes. A free live stream event featuring performances and conversations with Verve Pipe, Barrel Bones, Carlos Cece, Cole Hansen, and more. Visit IUnderstandLoveHeals.org to find out how you can log in and join the celebration for free. May 18th is Mental Health Action Day. Take action. Visit IUnderstandLoveHeals.org and join the celebration.
1: Attention hockey parents, the Meyer State Games of Michigan is holding tryouts for their Summer Games Hockey Tournament. Use coupon code Show for 10% off registration when you go to stategamesofmichigan.com forward slash hockey.
10: We might have just come out with our most refreshing Niccolo Culture Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice, so it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can, and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, IRC, Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the
0: Michigan Sports Network.
1: We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on a Tuesday broadcast presented by Soren Eagle. In a few minutes, Mike O'Hara, Detroit Lions.com, will join us. We'll get his thoughts on the 2023 Lions Draft class, and he'll answer our Bushlight huge question of the day, which you can answer on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Based on what they picked up at free agency in the draft this past weekend. Have you upgraded your win total, downgraded it the same? What is it for you? I'll give you mine later. You can join us on that Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE, Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. A local bank you can trust and depend on. And that's more important than ever before. So answer that question. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network in about 20 minutes. And then Dan Miller, voice of the Lions, had a conversation with Lions GM Brad Holmes on the Lions 2023 draft class. We'll hear that audio. And Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit Lions NFL insider. He's all jacked up on the Lions draft class. And we told you last hour that the College Football Playoff Committee released the first two years of the expanded 12-team college football playoff bracket. You will get four on-campus games to begin the expansion in December of 2024. Can you imagine an on-campus playoff game at the Big House? You can dare to dream for the woodshed with hashtag a tuck winner is coming. Even like at Ohio State, Penn State, hey, why not give the Northern teams an advantage? I did tweet out and post on the Huge Show Facebook page and add Huge Show on Twitter if you want to see the new college football playoff brackets. And that also will be the first year of 2024 where the mighty Bruins of UCLA and the Trojans of USC will march eastward into the Big Ten. How cool is that year going to be with Big Ten football adding USC and UCLA and the college football playoff expanding to 12? And then I believe when they get to their next TV deal, they'll go from 12 to 24. Because once they see the on-campus games, once they look at the way they've set up the television with a lot of showcase games, after you get past 3-in-1 day for the on-campus games, so they'll probably do like 12, 3.30, and 7 o'clock, the standalone on the first one And then all the other games will be prime time. TV money is driving this. And when they go to 24, instead of four buys and eight play in, to get to the four, you'll have eight buys like you do at football subdivision, D2 and D3. They already run those tournaments they have for years. And it'll just be more playing games. So now you'll get eight on-campus games. And you'll have eight buys for teams that earn it. And there you go. I think that will be the next TV deal after the expansion to 12, which is awesome. You can see those brackets. I had the Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. We also had Jim Comperoni on from SpartanMag.com. Spartan fans got some good news. For the first time, it would be on the football side. In a few days, when the word transfer portal came out, you were thinking about Thorne and Coleman and Brantley. Well, there was a... Change of heart. I think Mel Tucker and the team went to work. And Brantley, starting DB, uh, did pull his name out of the transfer portal. So he is not going in it, which I think is a huge move for Mel Tucker. It's a mild win. So Brantley... Took his name out. Jim Comperoni joined us about an hour ago. So it's uh, that transfer portal, it is what it is. But like I said, and Clayton Safey joined us talking about Hunter Dickinson, when you lose starters, it's not a good look for any college football or basketball program. It isn't. It's not a good look. It's it. And they got to do something about this transfer portal. You get like, there is a certain amount of time. Like, Hunter Dickinson just drawing this out. There's a certain amount of time you get. There's a window. You leave, you go to another school. That's it. Let's get back to the Lions draft class. michael dot DetroitLions.com, senior columnist, insider, when it comes to the Lions in the NFL. He is standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man?
7: I'm doing well. Can I offer something on college football just listening to you and then at the transfer portal and all this? And it's something that Duffy Doherty said years and years ago. He said there are three kinds of, of football, college, pro, and amateur, and there's a difference. That was, what, 50 years ago, and there still is a difference between college, pro, and amateur. Yeah,
1: and there is. And, and it's it's like I'm saying, that give them a, here's your week, you can go. Uh, you can't go re-recruit, you can't go do visits. You, you already did that. If you're going to transfer, you got to maybe a ten day period and, and go and do it because it's not good for the schools. It's not good. Well, the kids in control, but it's just not. And I, I get the transfer portal. I get that I own money. I get coaches the freedom to move. I'm not debating that. But guys, you know, dragging it out for two or three months is ridiculous. Well,
7: I don't follow it as for college football in that regard as close as you do, do, but it's just something about it. It just doesn't seem right. Now, whatever
1: that is, I'm not sure. I'm yeah, well, something that is right, what the Lions are doing right now, and their ascension to the you know top four in the NFC with the Eagles, Niners, maybe Cowboys uh, in that group, uh, their draft class, how they addressed every need, how I was going through with Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire yesterday in studio. Uh, <laughs> I think every every pick's going to make the roster. Uh, you're looking at what Holmes and Campbell and the culture and what they're doing. And when you get Jamo back from the six-game gambling suspension and you got Gibbs and guys with sub 4, four and home run threats that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Michael, uh, and Hooker to be a, a project which, you know, a third-rounder, it's not end of the world if it doesn't pan out. But I just go down the list and what they added from this draft class to help them this fall, amazing work by Holmes, his staff, Campbell, and the coaches.
7: No, absolutely, I would agree with that. One thing about Hooker, you know, Hendon Hooker from Tennessee, uh, that uh, that they that that they drafted. When you call him a project, you're, you're exactly right to some degree, but you know, it's, it's injury related. You know. Heard of the need late in his, this last season here, and who knows exactly when he's going to be ready to play. But in the meantime, you now he can learn as much as he can learn. He can practice as much as he can practice, you know, whatever he's allowed to do or whatever his body allows him to do. And he's a player for, you know, he's a player for down the road. And if he develops, fine. If he doesn't, plans really haven't lost anything except, a, you know, a second or third round draft pick Draft pick in this in this this year, so I thought it was for the Lions. I thought it was a good move, and I think it's a good move for the for the young man too.
1: What was your favorite pick that you you this pick and you said okay, this guy's going to help the Lions win games this fall? Who and there might be multiple names we'll get to, but who was the first one that the Lions selected? And Michael Harris said, "I like this."
7: Uh, Brian Banch, no, uh, no, no doubt, it. he's the. Uh, Sort of an all-purpose defensive back for, for Alabama. He plays safety. He plays cornerback. He plays. Uh, uh, he plays a uh, uh, Nick, nickel. He, he he really does everything. And the thing about him is, he does it well, and he likes to do it. He'll play wherever you want him to play. And I just thought, you know, once he got he got through the first round, and I really kind of projected him around. Eighteen or nineteen or twenty or something like that. I don't remember exactly now, right off the off the bat, but somewhere in there. And a lot of mock drafts. Not that they're you know, not that we're in, not that the, you know, we don't make mistakes. Not that they don't go a different way than we project them. But I saw a, a number that, that really rated him as, as the 18th prospect in this year's draft. And I think he's going to help the Lions. I think if he doesn't help him on defense immediately, he'll help him on special teams immediately. He's just a really, really good, smart ball player. He really is.
1: You know, I saw some, you know, and everyone has their analytics and their rankings, but since 2015, that would be eight years, that Bijan Robinson was rated number two of college running backs drafted into the NFL, and Gibbs was ranked number four. That's from, you know, that's Saquon, that's all the running backs you've seen since 2015 drafted into the NFL, and I agree with that. I really, I, I love the pick of Gibbs. I love it from uh, the passing game, the speed game, uh, the rushing game, the ability to have a home run threat in the backfield, and also he can flex out uh, just a fantastic pick.
7: Yeah, and I never quite understood it. What are these, like, unknown rules or unwritten rules of baseball and unwritten rules of, of, of the. Football that you can't, you don't, you don't draft a a running back in the first round. I I never understood that. Draft one when you want to. Draft them when you think you need one. Why wait? I heard Mel no, no, uh, no, I fight fight for the other day. I think it was, it was yesterday. I thought the, you were going to
1: call him another word there with that F. You were starting. Uh, with.
7: It. I Sometimes I get the stutters. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, I was ready to go. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to hit the dumb button on that one. <laughs> you just wanted to know what it was going to be, didn't? No, it's Mel. You know, it's it's all these draft analysts that say that. I I I believe drafting every position, like the Lions did, the Lions were perfect, I thought the Eagles were perfect on it, Uh, is that you drafted based on what is the most pressing need of your team.
7: Yeah, but what I was about to, before I stopped stuttering, what I was trying to get out was Kuiper said, well, the Lions could have had him in the second round. How do you know that? How do you know that he was going to be available in the second round if he was drafted 12th overall? The Detroit Lions. What? How do you know, this, Mister Piper, that he would have survived another twenty-five or thirty, you know, picks before he got drafted? But I, I don't. I don't quite get that. I really don't. I don't understand it, and I don't believe it.
1: You know, to me, when when I look at it, where the analysts get upset is because they marked a guy here, they projected him here, sure. and when they're not right, they have the platform, TV, radio. Twitter, all all the social networks, they complain. You know, it's, it's like the Jack Campbell pick. Okay, Buckus Award winner, which the best linebacker in college football, and uh, the Lions pick at 18. And you look at him; he is going to stuff the run, stuff the middle. He he has the ability to cover. Uh, he is going to be, barring injury, a guy who could be there a long time. Not as fast as an locker, but he's a, that type. That could be there. He's like Spillman with some wheels and more size. And again, just a need, just a need, a culture fit, uh, the huddle, uh, a tough drive, you have to stop, all these things that come into play that aren't measured at a combine, aren't measured on pro day, and aren't measured when the draft is taking place in Kansas City, Vegas, or Nashville.
7: One thing about Iowa players, and I don't care what sport it is, it could be wrestling, it could be football, it could be baseball, it could be basketball. Generally, you're going to get guys who are who love the game. And you get guys who are who are fundamentally uh, sound, and they're going to they're not going to break down mentally. They're not going to break down physically when it going gets tough. And Jack Campbell is exactly that. Now, I did not think he would go in the first round. I really didn't. But looking at him, there's absolutely no reason why he wouldn't either. I mean, at eighteen, right in the middle of the right in the middle of the first round, that was a good pick for the Detroit Lions. And everything you hear about him, that it's just an absolute pristine pick for the Detroit Lions. And I don't know if he just said this just a minute; I didn't quite hear it, hear it clearly. But he reminds me of Chris Spielman, drafted with the first pick of the second round in 1988,
1: and Chris, and with more speed than Chris, and some more size uh, than Chris. That fits uh, the modern game. Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com, senior columnist, insider when it comes to the Lions and the National Football League joining us on the Roast number, uh, Coffee Guest Line. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a team coming together. I'm looking at needs. Uh, I, you know, Hooker, and like we said, uh, the project, yeah, you go down uh, the list. I, it, it was with free agency, uh, with this draft class, with the 8-2 and two finish, with the mojo this franchise has on and off the field, when I put them in that category of top four in the NFC going into this upcoming season, it's not hyperbole.
7: Well, so I saw Danny Dan Orlowski on ESPN. I think it was yesterday or the day before. I forget which one. And he's, he he put the Detroit Lions next to the Philadelphia Eagles as the top two teams wow. to coming out of the. Uh, now, I I think that's what he said. <laughs> he said a lot of things, and I like Danny a lot. But he's he's been really
1: really high on the Detroit Lions of late. He really has. Well, I kind of slide the Cowboys in there because their defense played really well uh, last year. They do have Dak. They still have weapons at wide receiver. uh, And they have a great offensive line, so I'm not going to downplay the Cowboys. I I could see putting them ahead of San Francisco uh, because they have Sam Darnold. And you're asking a lot for Sam Darnold to go make you the best team uh, in the NFC. But... Look at how what was around him made Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy look like a guy that deserved a 10-year, $200 million contract.
7: (laughs) Well, I think he'd agree with that.
1: (laughs) Right? Well, they, they made him look like a superstar. Absolutely, absolutely. That's what.
7: That's coaching. That's preparation. That's called
1: McCaffrey. That's called Samuel. That it's called great O line. It's called Bosa. It's called your defense. Uh, great coaching staff. That's what it's called. They that that shows you that you have great people around you. Anybody can look good. Who has no, some skill? Couldn't,
7: no, I couldn't agree more. Absolutely.
1: So uh, I'm asking the audience with our Bushlight huge question of the day between the free agent class. Looking at the draft class from this past weekend in Kansas City, Michael, have you upgraded your expectations for the Lions this fall, or downgraded, or just keeping them the same?
7: I kept them the same. I think they're a playoff team, and I think uh, when I say this, I'm not—I mean it. Uh, I'm not just saying it to hear myself talk, but I can't. I'm looking forward to week week 19 of the upcoming season. That'll be week 19. The Detroit Lions playing a home. Mm. a home playoff game at Ford Field.
1: And, you know, we're going to get... Put, put week 19 on your... Right. On your... Week 19. And, and we're going to get the schedule released. It looks like it's going to be, they're saying, I don't think they confirmed it yet, Thursday night, May 11th. We'll find yeah, out.
7: Especially finally, yeah, especially if they finally got around to it. My gosh.
1: Well, they were waiting on uh, Rodgers to sign in New York, which would increase Jets in prime time. And the same thing with Lamar Jackson with Baltimore. I read a story on why it took so long this year that they were waiting on some uh, the quarterback carousel to finish up.
7: And the other 30 teams can just wait.
1: Yeah, well, you know, Rodgers with the Jets. The Jets are going to be on primetime TV like every other week uh, with Rodgers. Number one TV market, yeah. And you know, Lamar and Odell will be, you know, a TV draw. I, I do have this hope. I don't know if it will happen. Could you imagine if it's the Chiefs and the Lions in the NFL kickoff game?
7: <laughs> well, that wouldn't be bad. <laughs> it's a tough way to start, but why not? One, get it's them out of the way, way right? Yeah. You never
1: know. Michael, thank you so much. You and Tim did a stellar job with free agency and the draft at DetroitLions.com. Keep it up, okay, my man?
7: Okay, well, thanks. I Look, Tim does 99% of the work. I provide the wise critics. Well,
1: I saw Tim talk to... A, Brad Holmes. He has like rock stars coming on the podcast. I did you get a Twitter feed? I just told Superfly yesterday that I saw the Detroit Lions share a story with you with an actual Twitter address, and I'm like, when did O'Hara go on
7: Twitter? I've been on Twitter for a long time, but I really haven't been all that active lately.
1: Okay, well that 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 sounds like you're reading a hostage statement.
7: <laughs> no, you know, what? It, some of the stuff in Twitter I just
1: don't care for. I, really oh, I agree, I agree. You know, big events, though, like the draft, it, it's pretty good to uh, peruse Twitter. Mike, I always appreciate the insight on the Lions. Can't wait for this season to hit us. I'm with you. All right. Thank you, Michael O'Hara, DetroitLions.com. Checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Roast Umber. Beans coming from Guatemala. It's brewed in downtown Grand Rapids. Canned Nitro Cold Brew is canned right here in GR. You can look for it at your local retailer. It's a craft coffee. Smooth, no sugar, no additives. Uh, the Nitro Cold Energy canned is a great wake up drink. Anytime during the day, look for it at your ro- local retailer or go to roastumber umbr.com. That is roastumber.com.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is
3: huge. Imagine this. A day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours. At the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big or Dining lavishly or relaxing oh so comfortably. It's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Imagine this winning big at Soaring Eagle. Take on the open road for Harley Davidson's 120th anniversary. Saturdays in May, win a 2023 street flight. On May 27th, you can drive home a limited edition fat boy. It's the 120th anniversary Harley-Davidson giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
1: Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids, and now they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Now, Dorn Mayhew is an east side firm. Now you get the west side of Michigan with Bean Carter. And whether you're a small business or big business, they can handle all of your accounting and business needs at Bean Garter. Just go to Beangarter.com. That dot B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I mentioned with their new partnership with torn Mayhew, they cover all of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast. Find out how the pros at Beangarter can help your business today. Go to Beangarter.com. That dot B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I know Tom Rosenbach and his team are so happy about their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew.
0: Attention hockey
1: parents, the Meyer State Games of Michigan is holding tryouts for their summer games hockey tournament. Use coupon code Show for 10% off registration when you go to stategamesofmichigan.com forward slash hockey.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Pushlight, huge question of the day that you can answer after the Lions signed those free agents for 2023. The draft class from last weekend. Have you upgraded your win total? Kept it the same? Downgraded when it comes to the Lions? Answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show. On Facebook, I did see that. The Lions have assigned jersey numbers to the rookies. Hendon Hooker will get number 12, Gibbs 26. In the Lions' offensive backfield, Branch 32 Amble, 46, at linebacker. Sores Doll, the O-lineman out of William & Mary, 75. Green, the vertical threat, wide receiver from North Carolina, 80. Laporta, the tight end, who, by the way, had better measurables up and down the board from the combine than Michael Mayer at Notre Dame did. And he ran a 4.59, where Mayer ran a 4.7. LaPorta will wear 87, and Martin will wear 98. Cam Sutton has taken Akuda's number one. Not Jamison Williams, as Justin Rogers writes on Twitter. Montgomery is number five. There you go, latest numbers for some of the newcomers and the rookies. Speaking of the draft, wanted to get his thoughts on what happened over the weekend in Kansas City. Lomas Brown for the Lions Radio Network is standing by on the Rose Stumber Coffee. Guest Line, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Hughes. How are you? Doing good, man. I, you know, I, I've been reviewing this draft class since Sunday. And they addressed every single need on that team.
2: Yeah,
11: they did. I mean... I I thought they had a phenomenal draft. I'm I'm still a little surprised by the first pick um, in Jameer, uh, the running back. But I thought they did. I thought they hit all the areas that they wanted to hit. Um, I thought they got some pretty good talent, Um, even the linebacker. I know he took a lot of grease, Jack Campbell. But I just think having a rangy guy – in the middle of your defense, I only think that helps you. So I agree, Hughes. I thought they did a great job, and I think Brad Holmes, he's going to march his own beat. He's not going to worry about what people say. He's not going to worry about the criticism. He's going to pick the best players that he thinks is going to help this team win.
1: Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network joining us on the Hughes Show across Michigan talking about the Lions draft So between the free agent class and this draft class from what they got out of Kansas City, uh, what you were thinking maybe before the draft to now on upgrading your expectations for the Lions, keeping them the same, or downgrading?
11: Um, You know what? My expectations. Again, I, I wanted us to address the defensive side of the ball. Now we, we addressed both sides of the ball, which I thought was a win-win, but we definitely knew we needed a lot of help on the defensive side of the ball. Like I say, I think they got really good players that can kind of help, uh, you know, the players that are there. So, you know, for me, I, I do think this draft was an impactful draft for the Lions. I we'll only know it once they start playing games. But I do think it was an impactful draft because, again, they're looking for certain players huge. They want certain players that fit the mold of the Dan Campbells or fit the mold of what the Detroit Lions want to look like in the future. So from that standpoint, I I just think it was impactful. And I think, like I say, I'm looking forward to this fall to see how those guys, see what roles those guys are in and how they play their role.
1: Former Lion Dan Orlovsky, Michael Harrod told us on ESPN, picked the Lions right after the Eagles as the two best teams uh, in the NFC. I I put them in the top four right there with San Francisco Cowboys, Lions, Eagles. I thought the Eagles had a heck of a draft, and also they get swift. We'll see if he'll be motivated uh, coming from the Philly area. But uh, the expectations going in, This isn't the Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid. I know we talked about this uh, throughout the offseason. It's real, and as long as they avoid injury, and we'll find out the official home-and-away schedule, times, days coming up on Thursday night, I think, May 11th. That will be a week from Thursday. This is a, a team that should win the NFC North. I'm a little concerned about Jordan Addison and Jefferson together with Cousins. With Minnesota, but I like what the Lions did to counter it in free agency and branch in the draft. But a battle to win the NFC North with Rodgers gone.
11: I I mean, I feel it it should be ours, huge. I mean, again, I wasn't really impressed with Minnesota last year. We should have beat them both times last year. Um, I thought we had a better draft than they had, even though, you know, they did add a couple of players, but I thought our draft overall was better than their draft. And I just think we're hungry. I, I, I do. I really think that this team is hungry. Um It's a lot of expectations that's been put on this team and these young players for this year. But I just think with Dan Campbell, with that coaching staff, with the leadership from up top, I just think these guys are ready to take that next step. And to me... Taking that next step would definitely have to be holding home field advantage, meaning winning all your games at home and making Ford Field a place where other teams don't want to come play at. I just think that will go a long ways when you have a young team, you got a a team that you're trying to build in a certain direction. I just think taking care of business at home has to be the first priority uh, for this team this year.
1: Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network, former Lions O O'Lyman, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Man, I appreciate your commentary before and after the draft. Enjoy some downtime. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Hugh. You. you take care of my good man. All right, Lomas Brown, check it in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Bushlight, huge question of the day. You heard me ask, Lomas, between the new free agents, the draft class, upgrading your Expectations, win total, keeping them the same, downgrading. Answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line at one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show. Um, Facebook also opted on that HUGE text chain, text word HUGE, 21,000. Superfly, I want to give some love to our listeners on am nine twenty one oh seven point three. WMPL Houghton, Hancock, Calumet. I was just glancing at the TV and studio. Marquette, Michigan, which is just about, what, 45 minutes, an hour from Houghton to the east. That area in the first two days of May, which is still today, right? 29 inches of snow. 29. I wonder how much Houghton, Hancock, Calumet, because they're even further north. I wonder how much snow they had. Can you look that up, Superfly? Would Houghton, Hancock, Calumet, somebody will be listening there. I don't know if anybody's driving. That's like a blizzard. 29 inches of snow. They showed a graph that in the Grand Rapids metro area, where we're at with our flagship station, 96 on the game, we've had like 21.2 inches of snow since January, February, March, April combined. What Houghton Hancock you Matt have? 30? 23? 23 inches of snow. Oh my, that's two feet! Somebody will be listening on AM 920 and 107.3. They can confirm that at 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838, huge.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of
12: Detroit baseball. I'm Homer Moore, and football is my game. So, we know a few things about sports. And the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. This is the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play.
1: More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com.
4: Breaking Benjamin. Live in concert in Grand Rapids. With special guests Bush. And another day dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. at BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now.
1: Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute, Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register
10: at VAI.org. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong
1: pass go to mrcarwash.com
0: you're listening to the huge show on the michigan sports network
1: Superfly dropping a little tribute to the late Gordon Lightfoot. And Lake Superior is on the shores of Marquette. We have have a couple of travel updates from the huge Upper Peninsula Travel Center in Grand Rapids about 10 hours away. First off, we had callers from AM 920 107.3 WMPL Correct Superfly on his 23 inches of snow update. They had a light dusting. <laughs> they had an inch <laughs> of snow. <laughs> Hello, I'm Marty Boa for the Michigan Sports Network, Upper Peninsula com. Hey, can we get the huge show to promote? Uh, weather forecast in the upper peninsula and also travel times. Somebody called us from WMPL AM 9201073 in Houghton Hancock Calumet. And unless unless you have a Gulfstream G six jet, you're not getting from Marquette to Houghton in forty five minutes. It's an hour forty five. And Superfly couldn't wait to come tell me that because he blew it by missing, I mean, on the snowfall total for Houghton Hancock, he missed it by 22 inches. (laughs) Hello, uh, Houghton AccuWeather. Yeah, I'm Brett Hayes. It looks like our snowfall total from our Our spotter in Calumet says 23 inches of snow. Oh, correct that. It's only an inch. Let's check in with travel times with Huge. Roger, if you're traveling from Marquette to Holden, travel time is 45 minutes if you're in a supersonic jet. Uh, Speaking
8: of Rex... 7 p.m. A main hatchway key. He said,
1: "Fellas, it's been good to know you." <laughs> I'm Brad Hayes, news and information on the nines. Oh my God, that is phenomenal! You were off by 22 inches of snow, and I was off by an hour on trail. We have an update on travel times from Marquette to Hancock, Calumet, the beautiful copper country, which is God's country. Uh, We've changed that now from 45 minutes to an hour 45 uh, because a lot of moose and elk are stuck in the road. Weather on the Nines on the Huge Network. I'm Brad Hayes. Snowfall totals coming in. 29 inches in Marquette for our Upper Peninsula listeners. 23 inches of snow in Houghton, Hancock, Calumet. Check that. Less than an inch. Oh, You live by the seat of your pants. You die by the seat of your pants on radio. I have told you, and I've driven it twice from Marquette to Houghton, so I, I'll i be honest. When I'm making that drive, I lose direction. I don't see the horizon. I feel like I'm on the moon. Okay. Cause really, up until you get to Marquette, you drive right along Lake Superior. It's beautiful. Uh, that that drive that I've made a couple of times, it's fantastic. And then you get once you get past Marquette, it gets a little normal, and you go through some like small towns, and you're ready to get there. Because I mean, door to door, from where I live, north side of Grand Rapids, to Houghton, Hancock, Calumet, it's like twelve hours. Seriously. That's with good weather, 12 hours. We got a caller from Dollar Bay, which is right there by Houghton, Hancock, Calumet. How you doing? Good, you? Well, What's your name? My name is Tom. Tom from Dollar Bay. I like that, Tom from Dollar Bay. How much snow did you guys officially get up there? Because Brett is losing his mind. How much snow did you get?
2: We got maybe an engine, Dollar Bay. Maybe, um... Two inches, Hancock-Oden, Calumet area.
1: And they said like 29 around Marquette? I haven't been there, but... Um, <laughs> do you do you go out at all during the winter, or you just wait until the snow melts like a bear, and then you go out?
2: Well, no, you got to work, you know. You got to work outside all the time, so...
1: What do you do for a living there in Dollar Bay, in the Upper Peninsula?
2: I was an electrician, now I work construction.
1: That's awesome, man. So how much snow, because we're in the May... How much snow is on the ground right now for our listeners on AM 920 and 107.3 WMPO? How much snow on the ground right now? Houghton, Hancock, Calumet, Dollar Bay
2: area. Uh, Calumet might have some, but Dollar Bay, not any at all, really.
1: All right. Well, thank for you so much. I, I, I appreciate the call, and good luck with your job. People do sound like Canadians up there, too, because officially, if you look at the map in that Keweenaw Peninsula, you're, you're much higher... Or further north of Canada than you are, you're like uh, in the middle of Lake Superior, on that peninsula. He wanted to say, like that, Brett Hayes is just full of crap, and Dollar Bay is a beautiful little community. You know, in Dollar Bay, I went there. The company that makes the floors for most, if not all, of the NBA arenas, the Olympics, World Championships. I took a tour. They they met. it's right there by Dollar Bay. I could see Dollar Bay. It's beautiful up there. I, I'm telling you, it is God's country. It's Copper Country, the Upper Peninsula where we're at with our affiliate AM nine twenty and W or one hundred seven point three WMPI. I love it up there. But man, it's a twelve hour haul. Twelve hours. I think I could get to Atlanta in twelve hours. So driving from Grand Rapids, I live on the north side of GR. I could get, it's close, 12 hours. I could get close to Atlanta. It is a haul. It's beautiful, though, because you cross the bridge. Anytime you cross a Mackinac Bridge, it's fantastic. And the, and the drive up there was like out of an UpperPeninsula.com tourism. It was beautiful. The weather was in the 40s. This is my first time like November three years ago. Maybe it was before the pandemic four years ago. And it was gorgeous, right? And then the way back, both times, I hit blizzards. Oh, my God. And then I got to the point where I don't care. I'm going four-wheel drive. I'm going to do 60. I hope I make it home. And sometimes that's how you get through those situations. I just don't care. And then I get to the bridge, and they're ready to close it. And the lady's like, oh, you betcha. You, You might be the last one through. Why? Oh, the winds and the ice. I'm like, okay, I don't care. Let's go. Tanker truck coming down this way, sliding sideways. I don't care. I'm getting home. When I drove back both times, Superfly, I did not see pavement until I got past Cadillac, Michigan. Didn't see pavement. Four-wheel drive, here we go. Crank up the music, little Metallica. If this is the end, it's the end. If I go off the bridge, I'll be famous forever. Didn't someone go off the bridge like in a Yugo, didn't they, a long time ago? I think. 24-7. Everything you need is at thehugeshow.net.
0: Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: We are set to begin our number three on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you. Go to the huge show. Hayes is our talented producer. He's getting set for a few well-deserved days off him and like seven buddies are doing a little golf excursion, staying at a cottage and they have itineraries for meals Bathroom breaks, sleeping. Okay. Is this like a boot camp through one of the county sheriff's jails? Come on, Superfly. A lot of conversation throughout this broadcast. Brantley, the cornerback, takes his name out of the transfer portal. He'll continue, at least according to Jim Combroni, SpartanMag.com. He'll continue to be a starter. In the Michigan State football secondary, a lot of Lions conversation during this broadcast. We'll continue it. Dan Miller, voice of Lions, talked to Brad Holmes, the Lions GM, about the 2023 Lions draft class. Jeremy Reisman, end of this hour, will join us from Pride of Detroit. Lions NFL insider Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, with the latest. Before the end of the hour, including the announcement that Carrie Underwood tickets, I think, go on sale May 6th. Carrie Underwood Outdoors at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. So we'll hear from Tim. Uh, We brought you the news that the college football playoff announced their 12-team format for 2024 and 2025, the first two years of the expanded format. There'll be four on-campus playoff games to start the playoff every year. Four. Team may have to go play at Penn State, at Michigan, at Michigan State, at Ohio State. I love it. And the way they did it with TV, you're not going to get those semifinals like a 4 o'clock and an 8 o'clock. It's all about primetime TV, and TV is driving this. And I believe the next go-around, whenever they renegotiate the deal, If this goes well, it'll expand to 24. There's four buys, eight teams play on that opening weekend, December 20th, 2024, which is a year from this December. Not that far away. D2, D3 football subdivision, which is the old Division I AA, eight teams get a buy and 16 play in. And I think that's coming. There'll be too much TV money. Oh, you're going to water down the playoffs. Really? Look at the NCAA tournament. Did the play-in games water anything down? And, by the way, if you go to 24 teams, you could lose two or three games and still make the playoffs, which creates more eyes on TVs and more fan interest, even if you don't win your conference. Now, you can save some wear and tear on the bodies by getting one of those buys, Right. And then you could see that second round, some of those games go to expanded locations. And maybe they, they are at home stadiums. And your semifinals and your quarterfinals would all be, right? At the usual Fiesta, Sugar, you know, all the bowls, Rose Bowl, Orange Bowl, you know how it works. If you want to see those new brackets, I do have them up Add a huge show. On Twitter, The Huge Show. On Facebook, for the college football playoff expanded 12-team format beginning in December 2024. We also rolled out our Bush Light, huge question of the day. With the Lions free agents, with that draft class from this past weekend in Kansas City, have you upgraded your win total on the Lions? Kept it the same or downgraded, combining the Lions free agents with this new draft class. You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Local team members, local decision makers, and a local bank you can trust and depend on. And that's more important than ever before. Thank you to Mercantile Bank for their long-time partnership. All right, so speaking of the Lions draft class, Dan Miller, voice of the Lions, had a chance to sit down with Lions GM Brad Holmes and talk about the new additions. In Allen Park.
8: All right, here we go. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the decision that people were wondering about, and that's the shirt.
13: <laughs> <laughs> this is my guy, man. That's it. This is my brother, man. It's my guy, and uh, it's cool sweatshirt that came across my desk, uh, you know, the other day, and I was like, oh yeah, that's it, man. Day three's gonna be perfect, man. <laughs>
8: that's great. Hey, let, let's let's get to this, uh, the trade, and I imagine that has something to do with the draft that we'll talk about, yeah. and, and Gibbs being here, but send in DeAndre to the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, um, I've always said
13: it's it's my job to ultimately. Um, I've always said to stay laser focused. Not only on the present, but I got to say laser focus on the future as well. And me and Dan are always aligned in that vision. And uh, he understands that that, that's my job. And, you know, um, DeAndre, you know, is coming up on the last year of his contract. You know, I felt really good um, about, you know, us bringing back Jamal Williams last year. And, you know, it it, it didn't work out. So when you started getting those scenarios and so we had made the decision um, to go with Gibbs. But we we went with Gibbs because that's just the guy that we... We liked and that was just our guy but we want to do the best thing for deandre and so we worked out a deal to send him to philadelphia his hometown um, you know they were really interested in him as among with a lot of other teams um, so we try to do the right thing for both parties
8: technical question Who is in charge of keeping track of what picks you still have and what picks you've traded? Because there was smoke coming out of the room on Friday night. I know I'd be handing the card for the wrong pick at some point. I will say um, a lot of
13: notepads are uh, right by the phone there. Uh, I can't read my own handwriting sometimes when it's flying that fast. But I will say um, credit to just um, really starting with Sheila and and Rod. And, you know, we have a lot of technology in in our draft room to be able to kind of keep counting. Our uh, pro personnel department does a really good job of that stuff. And, you know, we have, you know, um, guys working back on the phones with Disner, Sossner, Dorsey. And so um, a collection of all of that kind of keeps it, you know, organized as organized as it possibly can. So a little bit of chaos, but um, when you're in the heat of the moment, you know what you're trying to get done. You just get it done.
8: I want to get to the players. I want to get a thumbnail from them in a second. But first, let me just get to something you are just talking about, and that's the collaborative effort of everybody that's involved Mm -hmm. because, look, You heard the questions about players you took, where you took them, Mm -hmm. things like that. This is your process, your board they're going to be your results, and if you don't trust all those things, I don't think you can do your job. Fair? Yeah, absolutely.
13: I mean, it always comes down to Dan and I get the players that we love, and so um, when it comes to the whole, um, and we, I, I totally get the narrative of position value and all that, but like, you talk about uh, Jameer Gibbs, right? Like, we didn't draft a running back in the first round. We drafted, we drafted an elite weapon to keep our offense explosive in the First round, uh, we didn't draft an inside linebacker in the first round. We drafted a legit anchor to propel and elevate our defense in the first round. So that's that's how we think about it. And um, I, I, I get the narratives of of the outside of well, you can't do this, you can't do that. These are guys that that fit us. We've always said that we're going to get the guys that fit us, the guys that we love and the guys that fit our culture and can help our football team. Cause ultimately, like I said, about Gibbs being an elite weapon, you know, uh Jack Campbell being a legit anchor, we acquire these players to win football games. Like that's 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 the bottom line, and so we feel like these guys can help us, and um, that's why we took them.
8: When your mind drifts, both before and after the draft, and you think about Gibbs, does he immediately become one of the most versatile players on this team that you can put all over the field? He is a he's a special weapon. He 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 really is. Like
13: he yes, he is a talented runner. He is, but he's done some of the things uh, from a receiving standpoint that you don't see often uh, from a running back. I mean, he could have easily been evaluated as just a slot receiver that just has high-end running skills as well from the home position or in the gun. So, um, you know, he's got some ability to run some routes. He's got very quick hands, uh, his after the catch, run after the catch, um, yards after the catch, and he's a home run hitter. You know, that's just what it is, and that's what excited me early on is that He's scary. You know, he was scary. And it's like, okay, who's who, who's going to put fear in people? And, uh, and and Jameer's the guy that's going to put fear in people.
8: You talked about Jack and what he brings. Brian Branch, kind of a chess piece is what I, I, I see in him. Yeah. You know, maybe the testing knocked him back a little mm-hmm. bit, but you clearly see a lot more in him than that. Yeah, you know, he's versatile. He
13: can do a lot of different things. But, again, I always go back to – Brian Branch, he is a football player. I, I, don't, I don't know how, I don't know any other words to really describe him. Uh, he's gritty, he's tough, he's instinctive, um, he can do a lot of different things and you know where we're at as, in a roster standpoint you know whether he's playing nickel or we have him at safety we're just at a point where we can take guys even as high as you know pick 45 or you know pick it was in the, in the second round and if he didn't help out a whole lot on defense this year then he doesn't help out a whole lot on defense this year but we know we have a piece for the
8: future and in the meantime he'll be a he'll be a hell of a special teams player as well Hendon Hooker I I know you're going to let the timeline take care of itself but how important was it for this organization to have an, a developmental quarterback on the roster and why is he the right guy? Yeah, Dan, you know, um, you probably heard me at Najum talk about just
13: me wanting to add more to that QB room and, you know, um We love Jared, and he's our guy. He's our starter. There's no doubt, but, you know, I've been transparent with everybody that we need to add more in that room, add more behind Jared, and we just love Hendon's upside. You know, he has, um, however long it takes for his development and how long it takes healthy, he just fits what we're about again. You know, he's a tough, gritty, talented, smart football player. Um, he He has traits that you see a lot of, you know, QBs that are starting in the NFL from a physical trade standpoint but you know um, he's got to learn uh, the NFL style offense you know he comes from a a very unique yet explosive offense and it was the fastest thing that I've seen live in a game and I was so blown away not just by the tempo of that offense but the tempo of how he played the game how he operated the game how he ran how he got back to the line screamers, how he managed everything and so it was just impressive and I mentioned the other night just kind of some other things that you just don't really see on the field and on the tape and why he's actually playing quarterback just you know mannerisms on the sidelines and his leadership and it just made a lot of sense Broderick martin
8: uh massive young man yeah uh is clearly a guy that's that's still developing his game but is it putting too much to say that he could come in and help you stop the run right now you know what um that remains to be seen how early it happens uh the 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 thing about
13: Broderick is that we got excited about not what he is right now and he does have the core foundational traits in terms of his size and his strength and his length and all of that but we're excited about what he can become and so um, when you get in a position to add a guy like that at a, you know, it's it's a premium position. Um, we were really excited but again, we are sold on a human being still. Right. We brought him in for a visit. He was a fit, you know, he fit around all the players and I mean all the coaches and everybody in the building. And we just kind of took an affinity for him. But at the end of the day, um, yeah, I think he's got a bright upside.
8: Colby Sores, though, a guy from William & Mary. So, you know, he's smart. Yeah. Uh, but uh, a guy, do you see him as a swing player? Do you see him moving inside? How do you see him? Yeah, so played right tackle at William & Mary, um, you know, did a lot of good
13: things. I think, you know, you say the level of dominance, you know, at, at, at his level. But then was able to go to the East-West All-Star game, play some guard um, and, and, and do some good things there there and um, I even believe in you know I know how Hank does you know he's cross-training everybody so as you think that there's some center in there as well so when you look at a guy that has that type of positional flexibility and he plays the game the right way you know when I look at offensive linemen it goes past the physical traits. It goes past, you know, how well you can bend, how well, you know, how quick you are, how strong you are. You know, he plays with a level of instincts that are high, just with his angles and processing
8: and his grit, strain, determination. So um, he's a guy that rooks out of that. And finally, Antoine Green. And I'm guessing it wasn't hard to find somebody that could talk about him and Dre Bly. (laughs)
13: Yeah.
8: You know, we did a lot of good work. We were actually
13: surprised that he was still there, Um, you know, we were kind of sweating it out there at the now obviously you got to be prepared to take the next guy if, if he's not there but he's a guy that continued to rise throughout the process and he's another guy that has you know developmental upside he's more of an outside receiver but he's got some legit downfield speed uh he's a big guy he's almost six two, over 200 pounds he can get vertical vertical
8: um he's got good hands and you know in the meantime hopefully he can develop more on special teams as well final thing you had momentum coming out of last year yep. you had momentum coming out of free agency mm-hmm. I think across the board people love what you did and I think you feel like you got momentum coming out of this as well within the organization yeah you know um, we, we, we just wanted to I think I said at the combine you know
13: what, what the goal was this offseason let's not take a step back or let's not stay stagnant or net, uh, let, let's not be complacent because you know we have momentum and we ended the season on a high note we still didn't make the playoffs so it, it, it's still not good enough so we still have a lot of work to do and rather if we did make the playoffs um, you know or if we do make the playoffs in the future our, our style is not going to change around here uh, because in my mind you know it's never good enough this league is too hard and um, if you ever let your foot off the gas I always say that's when you get your ass whipped so we'll keep our foot on the gas we'll stay aggressive um, we'll keep doing the best job that we can and um hope we get the results we want
1: And that was Lions GM Brad Holmes with Dan Miller, the voice of the Lions, I think in an interview heard at DetroitLions.com if you just joined it late. I love his transparency. Same thing with Campbell. And Dan Miller is just the ultimate pro. If you're complacent, you'll get your asses whooped. I love it. Playoff games, plural, at Ford Field this year. Lions at worst are in the top four, if not the second best team going in. I don't know with the San Francisco Stars around Darnold and what they did with Brock Purdy. I just don't know if I can put the Lions in front of the Niners, but I can slide them there at three, and I do respect the Cowboys D. But Dak Prescott... He's up and down. You got Sam Darnold now at the Niners. Obviously, Hurts and the Eagles and what they did with Georgia North. They're still the team to beat, and they are the defending NFC champions. Just the fact that we're having this type of conversation is surreal. That they are building a champion. Not just a one-year wonder. We are talking about a machine. And when we were doing our draft show live at Soarin' Eagle last Thursday, and some of the conversations leading up to it with Herman Moore, with Devin Gardner, with Richardson, and when I recorded some of those interviews, that they're following the pattern of the Chiefs. Now, granted, they don't have Mahomes. They don't. Laporta could be a Kelsey-like tight end. So this is really on, in my mind, Jared Goff to go next level. And he was a pro bowler. And he played well in those final 10 games. But he has to move into that. You know, if we're saying the team is top four in the NFC, then Goff has to be right there behind Hurts. And if you look at the quarterbacks with Brady gone, Derek Carr has come in with New Orleans. And you ask yourself, okay, top Four quarterbacks, just like I said. Top four teams will be Eagles, you know, Niners probably now, Lions, Cowboys. So now you talk about quarterbacks in the NFC. I'm not talking, AFCs AFC is loaded with quarterbacks, especially with Rodgers moving over to the Jets. We will all agree with Hertz as one, right? You know what Cousins did last year with Minnesota. You got to put him in front of Golf. At least going into this year. Geno Smith was unbelievable for the Seahawks and beat Goff in Detroit. See, so it's the next step for Goff. And why I think the Lions did leak to Briquette stories of hey, initial conversations in the next fifteen months we might give him a new deal, which minimum would be around fifty mil a year. And I think that's a message. And they're smart enough, Holmes and Campbell and the staff. To know that Goff has to go next level for the Lions to become an NFC North champ. And next level would be just be better than Cousins. Be the second best quarterback in the NFC this year. Can he do it? They're providing him weapons, so there's not an excuse. They gave him Laporta. They gave him Gibbs. Montgomery. J-Mo, the six games missed. It still chaps me a little, folks. Could you imagine having him in the lineup with Gibbs to start from week one? Mm. And the Bushlight huge question of the day that I asked the audience based on free agency now with the draft complete in Kansas City, have I changed my expectations? I did lower them a little bit when j was lost for six games. I think they're a 12-5 and team. I think 12 and 5 will win you the NFC North. I think 12 and 5 will get you a home playoff game. Will it get you a home field advantage? It will put you in the mix. That's where I'm at right now. You can answer that Bush huge question of the day on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 huge.
0: From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. In the den! Hey sports fans, here's
12: a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan, must be 21 years or older, and in Michigan to play. Tonight, the Tigers venture back into interleague play. The Mets are in town, a team that is going all in to win the World Series this year, spending almost $300. 70 million on its payroll what does money buy in sports we associate big spending with big winning but it hasn't made a massive difference for the mets yet and it didn't move the needle much last season for the angels white Sox, or red Sox, all of which were among the biggest spenders in 2022 but none of which made the playoffs or even finished above 500 i get why fans especially tigers loyalists want ownership to spend but it's on whom you give the contracts not how much that matters most
1: TV. That's mhsaa.tv. 24/7 everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to mhsaa.com. We played for the thrill. That rush you field with
3: the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions all-pro wide receiver now with eagle casino and sports the new sportsbook app from soaring eagle anywhere i'm at i'm still in the game sign up now and get up to one thousand dollars that's right up to one thousand dollars for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop
5: eagle casino and sports made in michigan made for michigan must be 21 or older than michigan to play The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police reminds us that when it comes to child abuse prevention, we can always make a difference, and we can do that starting now. Be kind and be strong for the kids who need our help. Be mindful of how much every child matters. Create a safe, loving environment for all children. Today, tomorrow, and every single day, we can light the way for a child who needs us, and we can do that starting now.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: We are back live across Michigan 19 radio station. Strong for the one close to you, go to net. There you can also listen... To the live stream weekdays at three. It's free, and if you're on the iHeart app anywhere in America, where you get mobile service, search the Huge Show, and you can listen and catch up on our podcast. Bushlight, huge question of the day after the Lions' free agent signings. Now the draft class for 2023. Expectations on a win total, upgraded, stay the same, downgraded. Answer that huge question of the day on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. A Michigan team that you can depend on and trust, and that's more important than ever before. Go get his thoughts on the Lions' 2023 draftees. Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit Lions NFL insider, he is standing by in the roastumber Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, well, well rested now after
14: a couple days. Uh, now that the, the the dust has settled.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of like catching your breath, uh, kicking back, looking at everything, digesting it, and between. The free agency, if we go back to that Sunday Night Football in America game when they kind of shocked the football world, what they did start to finish against Rodgers and the Packers, then a stellar free agent class addressing needs, and they follow suit with this draft class from this past weekend in Kansas City.
14: Yeah, and I think it's good now that we're talking with a couple of days to, like you said, digest this draft class because... They they shocked people on on that Sunday night game. They they certainly shocked a lot of people on that Thursday night uh, a couple of days ago here too. And so it's it's been nice to kind of like see the whole draft class that it is. Maybe kind of mellow out and, and figure out what the what the exact plan here was. But uh, but it was certainly an interesting few days uh, over in Kansas City.
1: You know I I just listened to the Dan Miller Brad Holmes interview and to hear yeah. Holmes take. Me and everybody who listened behind the curtain at Allen Park or behind the door, and the way he not made excuses, but he talked about every draft pick and why he did it and why he liked that guy, it all made sense. And I'm telling you, in my life at 61, being a Lions fan, I don't know how many times I've heard anybody connected to the Lions ever speak publicly, and I said, yep, 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 agree with everything that they say.
14: Yeah, I mean, and then listen. Like this is this is a time of year where we're we're all kind of gonna, you know, agree or at least see what what they're doing. And I think some of the criticisms he's faced over the past few days are, are a little bit valid. But he's also garnered so much good faith with two really good draft classes, a couple good free agency periods, that I think a lot of people are are, are just going to be like that and just saying like, listen. Maybe that's not what I was thinking. Maybe that's not who I drew up in my mock drafts. And and Brad Holmes certainly let people know what he thought of uh, mock drafts and all that. But, um, you know, Brad Holmes has has built up a little bit of faith. So he can do something a little bit unorthodox that might not go against standard analytics. And and people are going to trust him.
1: What I heard is a guy that gets excited about playmakers on offense and defense and how he talked about Gibbs and Laporta and how they both ran and the speed and the versatility, uh, those are the triggers that get me excited as a football fan.
14: Question. And, and actually, you know, now that I've taken a couple days to step back and, and, and think about it, that's something that I kind of came away with too is, listen, you win with speed and, and explosiveness in the NFL today. That's how you win football games. And a lot of people would look at this team and say, hey, they got Jamison Williams. They got Amon Ross St. Brown. They got DeAndre Swift. Um, they, they scored eight touchdowns with the tight ends they have. They're already explosive. They already scored, you know, the fifth most points last year. I kind of admire Brad Holmes looking in that and saying, you know what, that's not enough. You know what, I'm not going to sit on my hands and and maybe, um, you know, have have a possibility of a regression on offense. I want to make sure we stay in the top five in offense and maybe even get a little bit closer to one. Um, so, I mean, that's that's it's hard to argue against that strategy in in today's NFL. So kind of when I took that step back, I was like, you know what, that actually makes makes some sense. Now again, running back early, I, I was kind of in that camp, well, you could probably find explosive players maybe a little bit later in the draft, but they got the guy that they really, really like, and I don't think there's anyone that can match the explosiveness of someone like Jameer Gibbs, so I get it.
1: And I was doing the math on what will it take for the Lions to go next level and supplant Minnesota as the NFC North champs to win a playoff game or two at home possibly, and I think it's golf next level, and I, I agree with you. I think it's offense next level, and that's what I heard from Holmes in his conversation with Dan Miller, the voice of the Lions. That if they're going next level, you have to look at the NFC, and Golf needs to be one of the top three quarterbacks in the conference. He does obviously. Jalen Hurts healthy. But there's no debate. After that, hey, you know, Stafford will he bounce back? Geno Smith, you got. Prescott, you got you know Derek Carr now uh, with the Saints, but the weapons, just you know, you just mentioned what they did last year with their numbers, Jeremy, and I, yeah. I just discussed this prior to coming to you that now you add the speed of Gibbs when, when you get J-Mo back from the six-game gambling suspension, Laporta and a four-five-nine forty, all his measurables better than Mayor up and down the board from the combine. Now you get him where you can bump him out like George Kittle. You have J Mo, but you won't have him for six games, so we'll go with the start. You'll have Gibbs, you have Laporta, you have Montgomery. Now these are all weapons he didn't have last year, and you talked about the fifth highest amount of points, right?
14: Yeah. Yeah, and just thinking about those individuals. There's so many guys that are just impossible to to really defend one on one. Like even a guy like Amon Ra who doesn't have, you know, jaw dropping athletic traits, he knows how to get open. And then J Mo, you can't cover that guy one on one. You can't do that with Jameer Gibbs. And then, like you said, Sam Laporta is also – he's got a, a potential with those physical traits that are just extremely rare. I mean, if you if you look at the RAS score, the relative athletic score, that guy scored a 9.98. I think he was third overall or fourth overall, top five in, in the history of Raz uh, for tight ends. So you're talking about crazy athletic guys who have proven, at the college level at least, that – they're unguardable, and so when you first, when you have one or two of those guys on the field at once, that's hard. When you have three or four of them, I like I don't even know what you do that whole week as a defensive coordinator. You are probably just shaking your boots, and so I mean that's that's a pretty darn good strategy to, to win football games. And obviously, there'll be more pressure on Jared Goff now because he has all those weapons. There are no excuses, but he handled the load pretty well last year, uh, especially towards the end. So.
1: Probably coming into 2023 with a lot of confidence. His name is Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit Lions NFL insider, uh, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Yeah, you get into matchups, and that's when you start winning. I think the Chiefs had the greatest blueprint for that. Kelsey is a Hill, is a Hardman. Who are you guarding, right? And I'm looking at, you know, when you do get Jamo in that lineup with Gibbs. Uh, you can you can split him out, put him in the slot with Montgomery, uh, with Laporte, uh, uh, Marvin Jones Jr. Oh my God, uh, St. Brown that you mentioned. We're not even talking about him as one of the best possession guys in the game. Uh, it is it's going to be interesting. And again, that's about your quarterback getting the ball to everybody. It's about your quarterback maximizing uh, the series. And that's when I go back to golf. Man, I'll tell you what, Jeremy, always good to catch up with you. I appreciate your time here on the HUGE Show. Proud of Detroit. Follow Jeremy. What's that Twitter? Again, great Twitter feed. What's that? Yeah, uh,
14: Detroit on
1: All right, uh, Detroit on Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit. Thank you, my man. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, Jeremy Reisman checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Roast Umber Coffee, a craft coffee. Beans are flew in from Guatemala. Uh, brewed in Grand Rapids, the Nitro Cold Brew canned in GR. Uh, that's a wake-up drink with no additive sugars or anything added to it. Uh, a natural wake-up drink available in local retailers and also online at roastumber.com. Everything huge,
0: 24-7 at the huge show.net.
3: Live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. At same show, same night. Bullet for my Valentine. Tickets start at twenty-eight dollars. On sale now at the Soaring Eagle Box Office or eTix.com. Party hard, rock harder, God smack. May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series.
5: For a lot of us, music and mental health are intertwined. That's why the Collaborative Lab created InTune, a free live stream event, and you're invited. May 18th is Mental Health Action Day, so take action for your own mental health by joining us from 7 to 9 p.m. Musical performances and conversations with the Firth Pipe, Barrel Bones, Carlos Cece, Cole Hansen, and more. Visit IUnderstandLoveHeals.org to learn how you can join the party for free.
1: Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big
9: Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at mercbank.com slash business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC.
4: Breaking Benjamin, live in concert in Grand Rapids, with special guests, Bush, and Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now.
0: You're listening to The Huge
1: Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Timmy, what's shaking at Soaring
15: Eagle? Man, so much great stuff, entertainment-wise. Uh, Let me just say, first of all, coming off that sold-out Alice Cooper, what a great show. Uh, That tour is going to be off the charts. I'm glad we had the very first stop on the tour. He's still rocking after all these years, so shout-out Alice. Anyways, uh, this Friday we got Chicago in the house. It's going to be another great show, legendary songs, adult contemporary music. You can't go wrong there. And then on the 6th we have Bobby Polito, Gary Hobbs. Great Latin music. We're going to dance all night. Uh, tickets still available for that show. It's a Saturday night, so come out and have fun with that. And on the 13th, we got our tacos and tequila, drink and dine event, uh, Los Lobos, a lot of fun. Uh, tickets are available for that as well. That's an all-night event. That's just a great date night, I should say. And then on the 26th, Godsmack. Uh, with special guests, Bullet for my Valentine and Bad Wolves. That's gonna be a great rock. If you're an alternative rock, that's one you're not gonna wanna miss. Brooks and Dunn, Scotty McCreary, June fifteenth, June 23rd, my man James Taylor and his all-star band. That's gonna be just legendary, great music right there. That's one of my favorites. And then on the first, we're having our monster truck madness and fireworks to follow. That's great family fun, so come on out. Uh, Tickets start at twenty-five bucks. You can't go wrong there if you're in the monster trucks and the best uh, Fourth of July show in the area. This is the spot you're going to want to be. And then uh, on the ninth. Pitbull with Little John. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be a whole lot of fun right there. Uh, we haven't had Pitbull here, so uh, outdoors is going to be a blast. And August 3rd, Kane Brown. It's going to be a whole lot of uh, great stuff happening there, and we're soon to announce um, on sale, if you're ready, on the 6th of this month, uh, Carrie Underwood. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, with uh, with Colby. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun if you're in the country music. That's one you're not going to want to miss. And then going on in September, Disturbed. Uh, it's going to be a great rock show as well, as everybody knows, if you know anything about Disturbed. Then, of course, our promos, Flights for Free Play, uh, happens uh, Friday, May 26th, two winners each hour from 5 to eleven. Will make and toss a paper airplane and went up to $1,500 in premium play. So uh, that's pretty cool. I can't believe I say that out loud. Uh, but how much fun will that be? Make a paper airplane, uh, win some pre play. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. And then, of course, Saturdays in May, our 120th uh, anniversary Harley Davidson giveaway, right there from 5 to 10 p.m. in Saturdays, you can win your share of $164,000 in prizes and premium play. Hourly drawings from 5 to 10 p.m. with Premium play at 11 p.m. For one winner will be a 2023 Harley-Davidson Street Glider. Motorcycle, So that's going to be a lot of fun. And then on the 27th, we're going to give away the grand prize, limited edition, 120th anniversary Harley-Davidson. Fat boy package. Uh, so make sure you come out in May and partake in that. It's going to be a beautiful summer. You're going to need something nice to ride. So I might not make it a Harley-Davidson is what I always say. And with that being said, uh, thanks for coming out again for our draft day party. That was such so much fun, Bill. We appreciate you and the crew coming out. Uh, Superfly being part of it as well. Uh, thanks for uh, making it what it was. It was a great day for everybody here at Soaring Eagle. So thanks again.
1: You know, Timmy, I will tell you, I went back and watched a little bit of the MVP productions in the video and on stage with Herman Moore, uh, Gardner and Richardson, and also members of the Saginaw Chippewa Tribe, yourself, Raul. It really was a network-level style event that aired live on the Soarin' Eagle Casino and Resort Facebook page. People still can see it there if they go to it. Uh, Just well done. Start to finish, uh, the crew, everybody at and Eagle, uh, MVP Productions, Herman uh, and his Team 84. It was just the perfect evening, as good of an event as I've ever been a part of in my 32 years of broadcasting. And you're a pro, all the pros at Soren Eagle. Uh, The tribe got the visibility. And the word out that they deserved, it was just, it was all good, man. It really was.
15: Yeah, definitely a definitely good day for the Tribe, good day for our guests, good day for Eagle Casino and sports, uh, and uh, just an overall great day, and I appreciate you being part yeah,
1: of it. Yeah, Timmy, me. You're, you're just up on stage, man. You're the pro. Man, he's like, <laughs> he's
15: like
6: the
1: Pat Sajak. Of Soren Eagle, man, this dude's uh, never going to retire. I, <laughs> I know. I think it's the hair. What do you think? Yeah, no, uh, Timmy. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, tell everybody I love them. We'll talk soon. Okay. I right, appreciate you, Bill. All right, thanks. Tim. called the fun governor joining us from the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com. Don't forget about the Soren Eagle Water Park and Hotel right across from the casino property. He mentioned the carry. Underwood tickets going on sale. Did he say May 6th? Yeah, Soren Eagle Casino.com, the Soren Eagle box office, all the indoor shows, and then the Summer Outdoor Concert Series will be the biggest they've ever had at Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant. Find out more at Soren Eagle And don't forget about their sister property, the Saganine Eagle's Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish. For our listeners in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area on 100.9 FM that's the Saginaw Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel we are back wrapping up our Tuesday broadcast Superfly Hayes another outstanding performance as one of the great executive producers in sports radio history well done Superfly dedication you just laid it all out today and knocked it out of the park. If any of you missed any of my huge opinions, our interviews from Michigan State getting Branley back in their secondary about Hunter Dickinson, where is he going, about the new 12-team college football playoff format that was released today, Lions Draft and more. Our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show. Also, on the iHeart app, you can listen live anywhere in America where you get mobile service by searching The Huge Show. Superfly is looking at his itinerary for his three day getaway with the boys. Eight guys together. They're mapping out every minute of every day. What is going on, Superfly? Guys don't do that on golf trips. They don't. You're never going to follow that. I've, trust me, we got an itinerary called The Huge Show. Weekdays at 3, and I'm glad when you get here by 2.50, okay? I'm here every day at 1.00. 24-7. Everything you need is at thehugeshow.net.
0: Big. Bad. Huge.